Welcome to Ways to Love Your Money. I'm Elizabeth Dawson, and today we're going to have a, a big insight because uh, when we talk about running a business or being an entrepreneur, there's so many facets with it. So our guest today, um, who has really earned her stripes, her name is Miss Tracy Bissett, and she has this talent that she works with these business owners, entrepreneurs, shows them actually how to create like their financials to you know, know what they're looking at and really create um, a synergy of how to make their business more profitable. Uh, I think you're going to enjoy this show. Uh, stay tuned. We'll be right back after a commercial. But, you know, this is something where if you're investing in your in your education is about being the most successful entrepreneur, this is probably a show you don't want to miss. Stay tuned. Hi, I'm Elizabeth Dawson, and we'd love for you to take advantage of our complimentary consultation. We'll be happy to talk with you. If you can go down to the link right here on this page and actually book your appointment with us, it'll take you right to our calendar. In the event that you become a client of ours, we actually create something like this. It's called a personal financial inventory binder. This is everything that's in your financial world, your estate plan, your insurance, your investments, everything. It's all very well organized inside this book. So when you become a client, this is what you'll receive. Again, take advantage of our complimentary consultation. Click the link below and go ahead and make your appointment. We look forward to talking to you soon. Welcome back to Ways to Love Your Money. I'm Elizabeth Dawson, and we have Miss Tracy Bissett here. She's actually from Canada. She's got a great business up there for entrepreneurs. She is the chief financial fitness owner, and uh, basically, she's educating the world. Uh, even though she's in Canada, I think she can reach a lot of different people out there, especially with the entrepreneur spirit. So I'm not going to take her thunder. I'm going to let her tell us about who she is. And, and again, welcome. Thank you so much for being here today, Tracy. Oh, thanks so much. It's my pleasure, Elizabeth. So, so tell me a little bit about um, your drive of passion to get you to this place where you're educating the entrepreneur. Um, what, what, what really spoke to you to get to that place? Uh, so I have a, a background in uh, banking, working in commercial lending and risk management for over 16 years, worked in and in support of entrepreneurs. Uh, I was really fortunate. I grew up in a family where we talked a lot about money and I know firsthand how much it can change your life when you're, you're focused on that aspect of your, of your life and as well as in your business and can see the real impact. So uh, it's really my privilege to support entrepreneurs, take that mystery out of the money, help them understand their financial statements and cash flow cycles so then they can focus on what they do best uh, and do as well as they, they want to on the financial side of their business. So for the entrepreneur today or the business owner today, what do you think their number one challenges are that they're facing today? Uh uh, so number one, I would say it's cash flow, um, whether it's um, a lack thereof. Um, sometimes your business is growing and that's really hungry and it eats cash. So you've got to be prepared for all kinds of different situations and certainly being proactive by understanding the cash flow cycle of your particular business is going to help you do that. Uh, every industry is different and even within industries, uh, businesses can have different cash flow cycles. So you've got to get in touch with yours, understand it, and then be able to uh, plan for the future so you can be ready when those cash flow crunches come because they do impact everybody. Well, and you're talking about cash flow right now. I mean, I'm sure that there's quite a few businesses that you might have been coaching in this past year during the pandemic. Are there um, any any type of industry or any type of businesses that have been having a more difficult time with cash flow than others that maybe haven't been able to innovate? 
certainly uh, restaurants have been having a, a hard time, anything tourism related, certainly challenged. Those that have been able to pivot, maybe bring some of their offerings to takeout, maybe to online offerings, uh, results would still be down, but they've been able to keep afloat. Um, highly encourage all entrepreneurs listening to make sure you're taking advantage of all of the government supports that are out there. Uh, surprisingly enough, one of the comments I heard from a lot of business owners was, I'm not, not so bad off as, as other people, so I'm not gonna look for those supports. And so I think if the government's making money available to you, whether it's a, a zero interest or low interest loan, or it's forgivable funds, you need to make sure you're getting everything that you're entitled to. Well, I think that's actually a really good point because some businesses are saying, gosh, I'm surviving. I'm doing okay. Do I need anything else? Um, you know, in the United States here, we have the Paycheck Protection Program. Uh, in Canada, I don't know if you have something similar, but I, uh, I imagine that you have um, maybe tools that your, you know, your country has actually been allowing you to to have and, and see, but when you're looking at this with, with a business owner, are you helping them to um, identify where those dollars are going to be best spent? Or um, in looking at the cash flow, if it can be, you know, if they can create more cash flow or profitability for their business to, to kind of weather through the storm? Absolutely. And so it's really important that they be looking at not only like, how do I get through this, but if I'm doing well, where can I maybe double down? Where can I invest further? And you may be able to grow your business actually with some of these government supports. So as I said, I think everybody should get access to them. If you, you just keep the cash in your bank account, great. We don't know how long things are going to go on the way they are into 2021. Uh, we don't know what's in, in store for us, but I've seen some that we I've worked with where they've actually taken those funds and invested it and been able to grow their business. Um, and as I mentioned, growth is super hungry. So you think that once you're making money and everything's going smoothly, that you're not going to have that cash flow crunch, um, but, but you do. And so uh, success brings that challenge with it as well. Well, I think that's important to say because there are businesses that are incredibly thriving right now and they're doing great. And how do they sustain that? Um, and you know, this pandemic, yeah, it, it's here to stay. We just wonder how we're going to have to navigate through it in the future. Um, you know, you have a lot of wisdom when it comes to business owners and looking at, you know, not just their cash flow, but the pricing, how to make their business more profitable. When, when someone's looking for a, an expert like you, um, what do you, what are they really searching for? Because there's so many entrepreneurs that are saying, I could figure this out myself. And that doesn't necessarily work out the right way. But um, from the businesses that you like to work with, what, who do you think has the, um, the, the most motivation to to want to work with the expert like you. So I'd love to say that all of my clients are just personally motivated to learn as much as they can, but that is not usually how they come to find me. Uh, there are a few like that, but typically they're coming to work with me because they've hit some inflection point in their business where things are not going the way they want. And they realize that they cannot figure this out on their own. And if they want to be able to continue to support their family, keep their employees being paid, that they do need to make a change. And so that, that realization of that full accountability stopping with them has fully set in and they, they make that leap then to get the help. Um, and I can tell you that most of the time I'm working with entrepreneurs, uh, especially when we're working one-on-one, -on -one, there's tears at some time, and this is men or women. Um, mm -hmm. Sometimes it's tears of joy that I finally figured this out and I know how we can get through this. Other times it's, how did I, I let it get to this point where I, I can't really control what's going on. And, and so the ones that I'm working with, we move all the way through. Um, the change is, is very dramatic. Oftentimes I see people making changes while in between sessions that we're working together. Uh, one client in particular realized, you know, 
I'm working so many hours and I can't get paid. It was a, a graphic design type business. And by looking at the costs and, and her rate per hour was actually able to go out after scanning the market and competition and go out and do a pricing increase right away. So we, we've barely gotten through half the sessions and now she's already working less because she can wow. start to see that impact. And so it's all about knowing the numbers, not just for the sake of knowing them, but knowing them so that you can see how you can use them and use money as a tool to grow, grow your business and drive to the goals that you've set for it. That's a powerful statement. I think there's so many business owners, uh, entrepreneurs that are afraid to maybe raise their prices because they are afraid that they won't have as much business. Um, Absolutely. But I think what I'm, I'm kind of gleaning from this conversation is that you're saying, no, that's the better approach in some situations, because then you are actually working in an environment where you're making as much, maybe even more now, but you're working with the client that you want to work with. Yeah, what comes up a lot of times for entrepreneurs are on the pricing aspect is all of this um, feelings that you have inside about your worth. So when you're asking someone to pay you a certain amount of money, any doubts you have or insecurities about yourself and the work that you do or your value seem to surface. And we form our views about money when we're young children. So five, six, seven years old. So any stories you've been telling yourself, because that's how you grew up feeling about money, that all carries through. So uh, sometimes there's some work to be done in, in your mindset before you can be able to go out and ask for that additional pricing. Uh, but knowing that you've scanned the market, see what competitors are offering, if you're offering more value, um, you should be charging that higher price. Absolutely. Well, you just touched on something that's near and dear to my heart too, as a money coach. Um, the conversation about money as, as children is very rare. And you had a blessing because your family was actually, um, you know, an educating source for you about how money um, works or how it really affected you. But you couldn't have said this um, better, uh, that people today um, will take their memories of money, their experiences, their perceptions, uh, everything with them throughout life until they're actually going to work on it. If they choose to work on it to actually create more uh, control over those decisions and passions. So um, I know that you have a place where you're working on um, educating even to youth. So do you want to talk a little bit about that? Absolutely. So um, I know that the, the younger you start being in control of that aspect of your life, the more positive every aspect is going to be. It affects your health, your relationships, um, physical health, as well as mental health. So it, it really transcends everything. Uh, so I do have a podcast, Young Money, the advice show for millionaires in the making. It's really geared towards 18 to 30-ish in age group and, and people who love them, I say, because I've got a lot of parents and grandparents who listen. Uh, but every week, the show is really about educating on some subject. Sometimes it's about giving frameworks to evaluate things such as uh, what are the questions I need to ask myself before I get a credit card. So mm -hmm. sometimes it's fun. I can, can tie pretty much anything into money, uh, but helping people get the information they need and also how to be able to critically assess things um, as they're being uh, facing different things or they're coming across different things in life. So um, the more they can learn, the better. And uh, we've been going strong for over three years. So it, it's lots of fun. That's exciting. I love that. Um, do you have a story that maybe you'd want to share from one of your students? I mean, not, not total specifics, but that maybe is a success story from a, from a, a child. Uh, what, what's the age group that you're working with? I, I, I don't know, but you know, could, could you share a little bit of an insight there? Because I think that's powerful. Absolutely. So I'm a professor as well at a, at a college. And so I'm, I'm geared towards those 18 to 30 ish. So um, they've either, they're either in post-secondary or they're coming out of it. Um, and uh, 
story around really creating awareness um, is around uh, scholarships and being able to use other people's money uh, to fund your post-secondary education. So I've had quite a few students who through conversations with me and through listening to the podcast have made it almost like a part-time job even once they got into post-secondary to start applying for scholarships and they realized that by earning a thousand or five thousand dollar scholarship they can either keep working and minimize the debt they're going to have to take on or they're actually freeing up time to do better in their schoolwork uh, so it's been been really fun to see that i also always hear uh, horror stories so i've had students come to me and Miss, what do I do? My friend has co-signed with her boyfriend for his car. Now they're no longer together. Why is the bank making her pay for that? <laughs> and so sometimes it's about after the fact awareness. And, and so that that kind of story can then lead other people to learn that up front so they don't get into that kind of situation themselves. Well, I think that that's incredibly insightful because our youth needs to have a better relationship with their money so that they can be the success stories of the of the next decade or two and, and more to come. Um, you know, Tracy, I think that you have an insight that most people don't necessarily think about. And uh, the internal education, not only for our youth, but then also going into the entrepreneurial mind where it's almost like you're like a financial mentor to those people and they need that. And you've had a lot of experience trying to build that and coach that with your clients. Um, is there anything that you wanna say to those entrepreneurs at this point about um, you know, their awareness or a call to action? Absolutely. So um, I think making money a regular part of your business activities, just like you do for sales, operations, marketing, all that stuff is extremely important. So I, I do have a gift for your audience, which is a money meeting agenda. Uh, so some people will have been piqued um, in their interest interest today and want to get started, uh, if you download it from cashcoach.biz, uh, money meeting agenda, you'll be able to get started right away. So if it's not something you regularly do, your first meeting might be just looking at the agenda. And that's okay everybody is starting somewhere so you need to start wherever you are uh, at a minimum you should be going through this monthly um, if you can put it into your calendar weekly is better and I'm not talking about a whole day once a week let's start with 30 minutes and uh, start taking those positive steps forward I think that's powerful money meeting agenda so we'll make sure that you have this in the comments so that if you want to get get in tune with that. We'll be able to have a link for you. Uh, again, Tracy, thank you so much for being on the show. It's a pleasure. I love it's a breath of fresh air that you're even trying to um, educate the mindset of the, uh, let's say, 18 to 30 year old population, maybe a little bit younger, maybe a little bit older. But uh, education is an amazing thing. If you take it in and you actually make it uh, part of your world, uh, it can it, no one can take it away from you. Uh, so so um, you you are definitely a breath of fresh air out there. And and I think for you know business owners out there to become more and more successful, you have to have a better plan and, you know, a consultant that can actually help you look even at your financials the right way and and uh, not just be out there making money. You want to be able to keep making money and also retain as much of it as possible, too. So, again, thank you so much, Tracy. It's been a pleasure to have you, um, you know. Uh, just stay safe, stay warm. Uh, you're, you're, you're up there in the East Coast. So um, we're, we're just blessed to have you on the show. Thank you again. Thank you, Elizabeth. Have a great day. Wow. Uh, what a great interview again with Tracy Bissett. She's a wealth of knowledge. Take her up on her little offer as well. We'll make sure that's in the link below. 
uh, we need insights as business owners or entrepreneurs, or if we have an idea uh, that we want to grow and, and make it successful. So uh, take heart on this. All you business owners out there, make sure you get that help that you need to make your business as successful as possible. Um, with that, we do have an audience question. I'm going to read it to you. It says, where should I start when looking to buy a home? I'm having a hard time getting the support I need. Uh, you know, it's kind of interesting because through our process, we like the client to um, talk to us when they want to buy a home. Uh, because we like to be kind of that macro uh, relationship person in their life because we're talking about money. This is a money show. When we work with our clients, it's all about money and how to do it right. So I would almost say if you don't have a great financial professional, that's maybe where you want to start. Uh, in addition, it's making sure that you have a great um, real estate uh, influencer, uh, expert, someone that's really amazing in the you know process that's going to explain it. Uh, what I've found over the years is that some of these things are just way too intimidating for people to even think that they have an option to do it. Uh, buying a, uh, you know, purchasing a home is probably the largest expense you're going to buy. And you probably want to make sure that your finances are in line, but you also want to know the process with a real estate agent and how they take you from here to here to success and you're in your home. But there's another professional that you're going to need in your life too, and that's a mortgage broker. Um, someone that really knows your finances is going to treat you fairly and create the best scenario for you to be able to um, accomplish the purchase that you're looking for. You're going to need to know things about, um, you know, how much of a down payment um, do I need to have? Uh, so many times uh, people consider, gosh, I need to have 20% of a down payment. Well, in California, with the average median home being be anywhere from $600,000, $700,000, might be prohibitive. And then you might think I'll never be able to own a home. But there might be states within the United States that um, that basically you could buy a home for $100,000 or $200,000. So 20% down payment there might be um, a different conversation. But it, again, you want to align all your financial professionals, your many people, and also know exactly what to expect through the process because it's highly emotional, highly emotional. Nobody ever talks about that. Um, there's so many, so many of our um, emotions are kind of going this way and that way when we're trying to buy a property um, that uh, it, we get caught up in it and we're all totally consumed by it. So make sure you have a great team that can walk you through it and give you peace of mind so that when you get to the other side, you're just as excited about the new home you just purchased. Stay tuned. We're going to have more coming next week of um, you know our, our fifth season here, and I don't think you'll want to miss it. So we'll see you soon. information provided in this show is for informational and educational purposes only. This show is not investment advice, nor is it intended to address the financial needs of any particular viewer. The opinions expressed on this show are not intended to be an endorsement of any particular investment strategy or service of any other kind. You must make an independent decision regarding investments or strategies mentioned throughout the show. Before acting on information in this show, you should consider whether it is suitable for your particular situation and strongly consider seeking advice from a financial advisor.